to Least FM, our special Valentine's Day episode. Hey, bet you didn't know that, that was coming, no, Jimmy. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, um, I decided that today when I was driving in. Jimmy Swagger joins me. Um, he's from the Boy Toys Pocket Cabaret, and he's going to teach us a thing or two about uh, getting a little raunchy this Valentine's Day. Yeah, I think I could do that. I think I could figure that out for you guys. He's very qualified. I would know because I watched him be an amazing shining star in his show, Boy Toys Pocket Cabaret, a monthly um monthly? Yeah, monthly. At a show at Uptown Underground. Underground. Yes. Oh, that's such a cute name for a place. I just showed up and I was like, I don't know where I am. <laughs> um and it's a um well, why don't you tell us what what is this show, Jimmy? Um, so, Boy Toys Pocket Cabaret is kind of a beast of its own at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it started as an all male burlesque review, um, but we found that in trying to please our audience and kind of have something for everyone, we moved away from the all male model. So, right now, we are um, I think currently the only male burlesque focused troupe in Chicago. Um, but we do have a variety of circus artists, drag artists, singers, you name it, we've right. got it. So. Yeah, you do. Oh my gosh, I was amazed by the variety because I was kind of expecting, not a magic mic thing, but kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's that's generally the expectation, yeah, and we totally. push really hard to move away from that Yeah. Um, because for us it's more about the artistry and like theatricality and of everything. And it is a piece of art. Okay, so tell me about... Uh, how do you do is it just a different show every month yeah um you'll wow. never see two shows the same i was um, wondering when i was there because i was like this is one night right it's just fridays yeah friday what first friday of first every friday month? of every month at 10 it's o'clock so easy to remember yeah you'd be stupid if you didn't go because it's easy to remember yeah I don't it's know a good time i don't mean to call <laughs> you a stupid listener i love you you're so smart um, and you're going to be very entertained when you go to this thing. So basically, I went with my, my best friend Genevieve for her birthday, and it was like a group of eight girls. Um, and uh, we loved it. We sat on the um, on the wings, and unfortunately, there was like a large pole in front of me, so I didn't get much of what was happening upstage. But you guys made a good um, good effort to kind of work the stage. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, and Wow. It was so energetic. I went and I was so tired and I was like, oh, this is going to be really intense. Like, I know that I'm going to be like oh, sensory overload, but I wasn't even. It, it was like you kind of the group is so diverse and we'll talk about how that's been built. But um, it, they kind of led me into it. It was like, well, OK, the first number was pretty awesome and like spunky. Yeah, we'll call it. Um, so, OK. I, you brought your list of five influences, and usually with this podcast, um, as we already have been, we've been sitting here for like 15 minutes already off mic talking to each other. Yeah. <laughs> we just like to go on tangents, but let's let's just try to, you know, new year, new me. What's your first influence? I'm getting right into it. Um, this is actually going to be an interesting one for people who haven't seen the show yet, but um, my first influence was actually being a international male cheerleader. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's where I get a lot of the like contortion and acrobatic uh, skills from. Um, I did that for most of my childhood, coached it. Um, And so going into burlesque was kind of a segue out of it in a more non-traditional way. A lot of people (laughs) go towards circus and uh, I guess I just had a knack for taking my clothes off and here we are. So Oh my God. Hi mom and dad. How do they feel about it? That's like my parents are extremely supportive um i thought you were gonna say conservative no they they (laughs) they've been really great with it 
Um, my mom was actually one of the first people who knew that I wanted to go into burlesque in one way, shape, or form um, because originally I didn't know guys could do it. So I just wanted to open a nightclub and kind of uh, produce and schedule acts in it. You're 25. You're blowing my mind. You're amazing. Okay, so you wanted to open a nightclub. Classy, classic. Um, how old were you when you had that dream? I would say... 12. <laughs> like kidding. No, like 19 or 20. It used to be opening a cheer gym because um, I was pretty dedicated to coaching. I love doing it. I love traveling um and chair? like cheer cheer oh, cheer I meant chair like cheer dancing oh like, chair oh. dancing yes at, at the age of 12 <laughs> yes um actually i'm surprised this is the first show inside. there wasn't chair dancing in um yeah with that's actually pretty oh, common like chair dancing, acro though. oh yes there was piano dancing i'm trying to think of what else hot dog eating yeah i'll leave that to simmer with you folks um champagne wearing yes bathing A bathing yes um a new golden shower Oh, wow. That's good. That's great. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to leave it. We'll leave that there and uh, just kind of lubricate the minds of the uh, the listening audience to just let them know this was a sexy, sexy show. So, okay. So you're 1920. You're talking to your mom and you're saying, I want to open a nightclub and do burlesque. And what'd she say? She was just like, all right. She's like, can I come watch it? Like my mom is very supportive. Um, Shout she's, out, mom. Hi, mom. Yeah, she. Hi, mom. <laughs> she's she's not um, conservative by any means. She knows if I put my mind to it, I'm gonna do it like the right way. She knows that I've always been like an entrepreneur, so she knew the business side of things were appealing to me. Yes. Um. So yeah, she was all for it. Um. She still is. If she could come to every show, she would be there. Oh, so and like my, my grandparents have come to shows. Stop. And like what the heck? How yeah. did they like it? My grandparents loved it. Um my grandma Debbie's actually come a few times. There's been a point where like the host, um, she was with a girlfriend and like the host was like, Oh, are you here with your girlfriend? And um uh, my grandma just like played along. She never really cared. She's never awkward about it. So my whole How family she? knows. She's gotta be seventies. Okay, so she's a young grandma. Yeah, she's not like like, she's to the point where hip. the noise bothers her. Because I'm saying my 91 year old grandma would be like, I think she'd probably actually die. <laughs> Heart attack. Grandma Millie, shout out. She's not listening. But <laughs> um, yeah, that's amazing. What yeah. a supportive family. And do you have siblings? Uh, yeah, I have a lot of siblings. That's actually could be a whole podcast okay. in itself. But um, how many? Um, I have. I don't really have that many. I have an older sister, <laughs> like um, fifteen, <laughs> a younger brother, and then a younger sister, and then actually another younger brother. But I've never met him. Oh, did he get adopted? Um, he got given up for adoption while my dad was away in jail. It's very interesting. Holy I have shit. a very Whoa, like. We're already there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was wondering why you hadn't mentioned dad. Oh, no. Uh, my dad's great. My stepdad's even better. Um, I have a very close relationship with both of them. They also both know that I do burlesque and produce. Have they come to the shows? Um, my stepdad has a few times, actually. What do you think? Um, he's great. He, like, tips drag queens, and he knows what he's doing, so it's excellent. Slick. Love yeah, it. Yeah, he's, he's really great with it. So That's great. Um, we'll just glaze over the jail thing. We don't have to get into that unless yeah. you want to. Oh, I mean, like I said, I, family's a whole nother thing. If you look up my last name, you you could see some some interesting stuff. I'm very like different from my father's side of the family, but yeah. Okay, we'll leave that there. I'm yeah. really excited to Google your last name now. Right, Swaggerty, folks, get on that phone for real. Um, so, okay, well, Jimmy, you seem like an awesome guy, and I could tell when you took the stage on Friday night, like. I was so excited because I was like telling my friends, like, I'm interviewing this guy on Sunday, really interested to see what he's all about. And then um, 
who was the the MC of the night? Ashley Morgan. Ashley Morgan. She got up there and she was doing her cute thing, and then I was like, "But where's Jimmy though?" And then she was like, "And here he comes, like the extraordinaire, the founder of the show." I'm like, "Oh yeah, here he is." And you came on, and I was just like, "Yep, hell yeah!" Like <laughs> you just, you have a an amazing presence um, on stage. So. What let's get into influence number two. Well, do you want to talk more about cheerleading and how like actually your training has has contributed to things? Or? Um, as far as that, I used to choreograph a lot. Okay. Um, and I also used to obviously tumble and I coached stretch classes, stuff like okay. that. Um, so that gave me a natural knack for uh, a performing, but b doing the acrobatic skills that you see mm-hmm. influence a lot of uh, my. St- performances however I did choreograph for girls mostly I was gonna say yeah so for me it was very interesting because I had to translate what I knew and like my my dance vocabulary into more of a male presence not as you've seen not because we're against any kind of gender blur but just bodies um, (laughs) as a performer and as a persona I do like to play off like classic male burlesque and what that means to me totally and I want to talk about what it, what even cl- it qualifies as classic male burlesque. But first, I had a great question while you were talking. Oh, no. So oh, no. it begins. Shoot. Okay. What were you just saying? <laughs> Hi, I'm Lisa. <laughs> um, no, but... <sighs> did it have to do with cheerleading? Yes, it did. Okay. okay. Wow, you're good. Do you want to interview... Do you want to lead? Okay. Well, well, that'll be the next that'll podcast. That'll be the next we'll podcast. Just we'll just switch roles. Switch chairs. Um, down. Okay. So what... So you started choreography as a as a cheerleading choreograph choreographer. choreographer. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> this is my second interview. Like, That's why in I avoided choreographer right now, so. saying that when I was like dance <laughs> vocabulary because there's the variations are always really like good. Um, so, what's the difference between doing that and then choreographing burlesque? Um, I choreographed actually Besides music. Well, yeah, I, I choreographed, um, first of all, in uh, within the, like, all-star cheer realm, which is, like, competitive. It's, like, bring it on if it were on steroids, because in bring it on, it's what I taught, like, my kindergartner, first grade level girls to do. Huh. Um, but it's... Wait, 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 what is it? Um, What's the cheer? Uh, which one? Um, <laughs> There's, like, seven movies um, now. The first, first movie, Ice... Oh, Burp. It's, it's cold, cold in, in here. here. <laughs> I said there must be some Torahs in the atmosphere. I said, oh, we, oh, we, oh. Yeah, so we were very different from that. We didn't Break actually have cheers or anything. Oh, we just okay. a full, like, musical Dance. track with so um, kind of palms. stunting. No, we we did oh. stunting, tumbling, uh, choreography, like large pyramids of stunting, uh, jump sequences. Oh, no. <laughs> now I'm hearing voices. Oh, it's because I had my TV channel up. Sorry. We're all good. I was like, <laughs> no. And that's when she lost her mind. Okay. It's just because I'm so excited. I'm just, my brain's just going crazy with uh, observations. So, okay, so you did tumbling and everything. Um, How did you, but let's just rewind because, like, <laughs> you don't, like, st- if I were to just see you, I'm not going to be honest, if I were to see you on the subway, I would never, ever think, you know, burlesque dancer initially. Like, that's not. And that's not to say. You, oh no, you know no, I mean? I, that's fine. <laughs> I that's great. Um, no, it's with burlesque. It's a lot different than people's current perceptions of like exotic dancing yeah. and all of those things. Um, 
we're very much like body positive and totally um, I loved that aspect of the show as yeah as our show um, is currently we have a l- large variety of gender norms okay. like being played with and right. um, yeah I, I noticed and body types and like when people look at me that's kind of how I got the uh, boy toy nickname is because I look like the boy next door I don't look like I'm you know making money for college like grinding on a pole right, like nobody exactly. expects that um, and that's it's great it's when you actually meet a lot of burlesque performers outside of um, like their drag we call it drag all the time now because drag and burlesque are slowly intersecting into this beautiful right. thing um, but when you see them outside of that a lot of the time you don't recognize them even me who's had um, a lot of these performers in my shows backstage you know you see them and you're like I know your face but I don't know who you are oh and you know they have different names too so like you right. don't know who your you know present company and stuff like that you don't know what yeah. you're supposed to call them it's very interesting that's so cool um while we're there, like, let's just talk about def- def- defining burlesque, um, because maybe a lot of people don't know what it is. But it's a, it's a historical thing. It's a yeah, right. Burlesque is um, it's like a it's been around forever. Yeah, it's one of those really hard things to even define um, because it started as basically exotic dancing, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of burlesque legends that I've met. Um, they started um, as basically going in with the exotic dancers and they would headline as more of like comical acts in between. So it wasn't necessarily the okay. striptease, but like... So they were like the opener. Yes, yes. So okay. they would uh, travel to strip uh, strip clubs and do sets of like specific acts. Um, and burlesque really did play off of satire and, uh, you know... Feminism obviously had a huge role in burlesque, and that's why um, as a male burlesque producer and a male burlesque performer, we do realize like we are just visitors in this industry. Wow. And although we've built Ooh, something for ourselves, cool. um, you know, feminism um, and just being on the head of a political current is very important because, you know, there is no room for um, disrespect towards females in the industry. There is no room... Um, for treating any of the gender variations or races differently. And this is, and those are like, those are, it's taken time for them to get there, yeah. right? Like, I think with I burlesque. Mean, um, like, when did it start, would you say? When was like the first glory days of burlesque? Was it the 20s? Was it earlier? I would say 20s is a good time. It's it's really hard to tell. Burlesque has basically been a thing for a century it, it yeah. started because it started with striptease it's hard to kind of nail it down and we really although burlesque is an art form of itself we don't like to try to separate us from uh exotic dancers because a lot of performers do both mm-hmm. um and they did kind of segue into that industry from that um so to say there is a start would be hard but there is something they call the neo burlesque movement which is um this more new age burlesque where we're um like we're attributing other more modern artists and art forms into it and mm-hmm. kind of taking it and making it our own as a generation. Right. So. I, and that's what I'm thinking is, okay, so I've, my experience with burlesque, I've seen three burlesque shows now. Um, so you're on me up to three, which is great. My first one ever um, was in the basement of this, it's called the dojo. Have you heard of the dojo? It actually is closed now, sadly, but it's a collaborative workspace in, in Pilsen. And it was like upstairs. It's like a, a literal apartment, you know, upstairs um, on the first floor is the like 
a place where they have a gallery space for for visual art and um and then they have like an apartment like people actually live there it's like a cohort and then the basement like I feel like I went to U of I and I would always walking down those stairs I felt like I was going back to a house party but like yeah. on crack like a really cool one yeah um because it's like really cool like painted like you know walls and, st- and stuff um but I saw a, a, a group of maybe we probably know them. I don't know. I don't remember their names. Yeah. They were badass um, women of all different cultures and b- body types and everything. And they did a little burlesque show opening up for my friend's band that was playing. Okay. Do you know who that is? I'm just. Kidding. I mean, that's. <laughs> they had little X X's on their tatas, made out of tape. Black yeah. electrical tape. Okay, so that painful. I mean, there's so many. Do you know them? No. So <laughs> many burlesque groups. It's it's almost yeah. like honey to the point something of, honey. Oh gosh, that's that. That doesn't narrow down. That's like saying you know a stripper named Candy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me too, but they're probably not the same one. Oh my god. Um, no, there's a lot of names uh, influence. It. Like a lot of influences are the same for burlesque performers, and that's where a lot of them pull their names. Okay. So you do get, and because there's so much burlesque in Chicago, it's so surprising how underground it is with how much is going right well yeah there's 30 plus troops of burlesque in chicago that's amazing and that's yes yeah and it's a small city you're like i I like that earlier in this conversation you said it was a small city it is small it's like feeling smaller every day yeah i love it for that i mean i've lived here my whole life but um well, I say here, suburbs, I'm a suburb kid too, okay? I, so I basically have two. Right, yeah. If you count the suburbs. Um, yeah, um, I yeah. actually, my first burlesque show I worked with, um, I had talked to the producer and they're like, where are you from? And I said, Cary, because that's where you know I grew up right. at the time. And he's like, Indiana? And I'm like, no, Cary, Illinois. Like, I took the train here. Yeah. Um, and one of the Indy. other How performers. Dare you assume that about Right? Like, Indiana? No, <laughs> never. Um, just kidding. Indiana's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, Come to our uh, show. <laughs> there was a, another performer who's like, oh, you're from Cary? I grew up there too. And so, this belly dancer who tra- uh, traveled around the world training and has been doing burlesque for uh, God knows how long. Eva LaFiva. I'll okay. plug the name because she is by far. One of my favorite burlesque performers ever. Very. Okay. She's, Are we going to talk about her? We could do that. She's probably one of my inspirations. Okay. But she came from the same town as me and lived there when I did. It was really weird that we never, you know, bumped into each other. Bumped yeah. into each other and now we're really great friends. Great. Um, she does a lot of my shows. Isn't it um, so amazing to just meet special people? Yeah, and you to find out that with? they're from the same and from area, your though. Same town. Like what it's the like heck? you know, you never would so think cool. that more than one person from a small town became <laughs> right, a burlesque producer. Carolina. Oh my god. Like, that's so cool um okay great so we know what burlesque is and and you kind of touched on the fact that you bring in like comedic elements um musical elements etc yes um are those things that you are you participate in are you a comedian are you a musician are you are you just a supporter of you see it as all an experience right like you're not just dancing because okay like the other burlesque show I, was, I saw was at house of blues and it was very traditional yes, hot tawdries yes, yes it was great um, have you been in that space well. um that's the foundation room correct yeah i've not been to the so show cool. um, i but felt a, so bougie oh my god i, I really got free cool. tickets through here um and for new year's eve so he was like you know I went to like the box office to pick him up and he's like, oh, you know, go to that podium over there. And it was like two security guards looking like really serious. And I went over. I'm like, um, hi, I'm here for the foundation room. And they're like, yeah, OK, you step in this elevator, uh, please. And no cell phone usage. And so we go up this elevator and it's like 
walking back in time, Jimmy. And I had no idea oh, what the yeah. hell I was. That's where the I artists I, I believe was going used to. to hang out. Um, <laughs> oh my god, absolutely. Yes, it's I, like the freaking coolest. I felt like I was walking into a speakeasy in Great Gatsby. Like it was. Oh yeah. And and, and they were all in costume. The band was great. Um, it was and it was New Year's Eve. It was just like a oh, really yeah. magical. It's, it's a great space. I saw a Super Bowl or. Yeah, not a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. One of the games right before the Super Bowl, which that's is so great funny. timing now. That's I that saw room? that there, and that's how I was introduced to in it. In that room? Yeah. Okay, that's funny because it's the like, opposite of what I did. Right? Like, also, happy Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, happy. The Puppy Bowl was great. I saw oh, the beginning. Oh, was it cute? I, I saw like the beginning. There was a sloth Stop. and a chicken played the piano. What? Those aren't puppies. It was there was pigs. They're just, just they're reaching. Yeah, they're they're pushing. <laughs> yes, it's the sixteenth one. Oh my god. Yeah, but they're fundraising for um, shelter awareness and stuff like that. That's I believe. So sweet. And I'm uh, don't like don't quote me on that because I'm not positive a hundred percent. But they kind of mentioned moment. it. Yeah. Right. I was like eating brunch at Burke's <laughs> and like, oh, the puppy bowl's on. But then as soon as my cute? food was gone, I was like, I'm gonna go get yeah, warm like, and. <laughs> Once again, like... naked because clearly that's a habit for me. Um, <laughs> we so, gotta yeah. talk about that. Let's talk about that now while we're there. How <laughs> was it the first time you ever stripped? Oh. I mean, you don't have to go and no, anything no, sexual no, uh, um, with it, but on stage. No, uh, that that's a really good question. I started with a group, um, and I was very empowered to be as masculine as possible. Okay. Um, and I was in a four-year relationship. I was um, basically engaged. It was a promise ring till I finished college. To who? Um, it was a partner that I had at the time, Pete. Um, okay, kind of so he's no longer. Bag. Um, he's gone oh. now. Um, Pete, you messed up, he dude. He fucked up. He done <laughs> fucked up. Um, but uh, yeah, so. I bet he's listening to this too. No, he, we, he might. I don't know. It's it's one of those. He things. He will be in like five years dry. when you're like on TV and he's. Oh like, yeah, like that, that's my <laughs> favorite thing. Your name. We had um we had a show down at Hydrate Nightclub and like my butt was What's the poster. Um, oh, it's in Boys Town. And, what uh, the heck? Okay, lived... wait. I'm gonna get a picture of that and put it on my Facebook page, Lisa FM, please, because we all need to see this. <laughs> it literally was like the poster plastered across like your naked ass. It was like me, like my back and my butt, and it said boy toy on it. And he uh, lived like two blocks away from there. So I knew he had to pass it like at least three times a week, just knowing that like he had You're done him me wrong and uh, my ass is everywhere. Oh. Um, but yeah, so back to Your the ass strip is thing. Everywhere. It literally like. That's and why it, when people, <laughs> people are like, oh, I've seen your butt before. I'm like, yeah, you and like everyone most of, else. Most of the whatever. Like I was, it was like the Tribune cover was me like almost showing my butt like that's amazing that's like okay I'm like, so you're, you're comfortable have you always been that comfortable with your body not at all um i i still to this day like kind of don't like my body um i was in cheer because i'm such body. a little like boy i can say size. that in an objective <laughs> way because i saw your body you it, you you move it so well and you so even uh, you, i would never know that you I have insecurities. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. You're well, like, and that's, that's mission, mission accomplished. That's right? kind of like the goal of exactly. performing. Um, and when I started, wait. Speaking of uh, stripping, I'm currently <laughs> unzipping off your sleeves. <laughs> wait, I, maybe I should video this for some video content. Um, okay, so actually, maybe you can help me. Just record uh, you unzipping. The, what's the no no? What's the best way to like take off sleeves? I'm here with Jimmy from. Oh, I'm not recording now. I am. Hi, I'm here with Jimmy, uh, the founder of Boy Toy Pocket 
Boy Toys Pocket Cabaret. Yep. Got to get that toys. Um, and he's going to teach me how to take off my, my sleeve. Oh, a, a, a proper yes. sleeve peel? Yeah. Okay, so let's just figure out where <laughs> I'm going to put the camera. Okay. So tell me. What do I do? Well, is it unzipped yet? It's unzipped. That's a good start. Yeah. So there's several ways that you could peel a sleeve, and I'm kind of going to go about this the way you would peel a long... Uh, I'm coming like... Like an opera this. glove. Okay. So a lot oh. of a lot of peels of course are gonna be slow so you can slowly reveal your hand. You almost okay. treat your hand like a sexual object. Um, Wait, let me, let me give you this sleeve and you can show me. Okay, okay. that'll be One cool. second. All right. It's <laughs> gonna be, I don't know if I can make this sexy. Okay. I'm like not in. <laughs> You're wearing like a, for the listener, he's wearing like a purple Urban Outfitters V-neck. <laughs> t-shirt very sexy and, and, a, and a black sleeve. and a black sleeve okay so, so basically the idea of it is to kind of create tension okay see how you could kind of see my hand expanding yeah because you want to give it to them slowly mm, okay um, a lot of the times too the hand is going to be the biggest reveal oh and the microphone and obviously not the sexiest <laughs> okay. hand stop I, no because i just i don't I'm, Do you I, get I'm totally dude out. I don't take. I don't get manicures. I bite my nails. I have really, really, really bad hands. Okay. Um, but the other way to do reveals too is a lot of the time people will start with that and then they'll do something like tuck it between their butt cheeks and use their butt cheeks to pull it off. What the heck? Or like their boobs or their foot. There's so many ways to do a peel. Okay, well, I'm not gonna do any of those. Yeah. Let me try the. Let me try the sexy reveal. I'm gonna hand you my camera. All right. Let's oh God. See. Okay, my camera. It's a phone. I'm like. 90 years old. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Wow. Never did I ever think that I'd be doing this here for the first time. At least it's just a sleeve peel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> On next show, tassel oh twirling. Oh my God. Tassel twirling. That's a dream. Have you ever seen the movie The Graduate? Okay. So wait, I'm unzippering very slowly. Is that good? Yeah. Treat, treat it like it's a magical zipper. Oh, it's stuck. Okay. There we go. You what happens that. if your clothes get stuck? Oh God, that's a that's a, a, a that's another podcast. podcast. I've zipped my skin into my or my pants into did my you, skin. Did you like stop? No, I just kept going. You just gotta push okay, through. Okay. You're on stage. Sure. People want to see what's under the pants. You just make so it happen. So, what is this an awkward thing to be doing with my like? Usually, if you're presenting it, you want your hand your sleeve to be in oh, front. Okay. There you go. All right. So you can present what you're about to show. Then you do a slow peel, create a little tension so it doesn't get out of your control. Okay. What's your face doing? Soft. It's just soft. You can even look at it. Look like you're going to be surprised. <laughs> Don't not creepy. <laughs> this okay. is a great lesson for everyone. Okay. Take notes. And you just slowly peel it off. You could kind of tug it to the music or like and give all it that, that little. Jazz. Yeah, right? There you go. See? <laughs> right? Musicality. That's what it's about. Okay. The big reveal. Oh, and then, oh, but I didn't do my hand. So, okay. Um, sing something for me. Uh, I don't sing. That'd be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do. <laughs> and all that jazz. There you go. Jazz fingers and all. That's great. Your first wow. Somewhat glove peel. I feel I feel like I learned a lot. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> okay. Wow. And I feel better now that I've zipped the sleeves off. Right? That's kind of a cute jacket, right? You like you'd be surprised. Like I used to hate being like with my shirt off at pools and stuff. And then like once I got into burlesque, I like started walking around in my underwear all the time like, like where at bars what the heck i started like yeah because like there's some bars that do like nudist no bars pants, no pants parties so you just walk what? around in your underwear what bars are you going to and then i got comfortable walking like the streets of halstead like oh i'm in my underwear whatever do you get looks 
I'm yeah. standing now. I'm just kind of like super amped up about this. Some... Maybe I want to learn how to take off the vest. Right. Just kidding. <laughs> um, that's for next time, next episode. You got to pay for that, folks. Um, maybe I'll be a, a guest performer at a boy toys. Yeah. That's like a goal. Just yeah. kidding. I want to take a burlesque class. Do you teach any classes? Um, we're actually working on putting together a class. Good, um, because all the girls and I were like, we're we're Googling, like during the intermission, Googling where can we take. Yeah. But of course, back I need to, to ask Eva LaFiva, actually. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure she's teaching at least some sort of class right now. She produced a lot of shows. Um, she also, though, is a belly dance instructor and burlesque instructor. Um, Ooh, she is. Belly dancing is so hard. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. It's shoot, ridiculous. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, she teaches a few classes. Um, and she is one of my biggest inspirations. Okay. There's a lot why, of burlesque why is classes. She, we haven't done any of these freaking oh, right. influences. Why Why is she such a big influence? Have you already t- talked about that? Like, what What about her style do you love so much? Um, or is it not her style, but she, her, her, her era? Her stage presence. Era. Her oh. era. Her uh, <laughs> stage presence is phenomenal. Um, she's really good at telling stories through motion and costuming. Um, she, I've seen her do like, like drool over yourself all over yourself sexy but then i've also seen her do comedy really well um and the best part about her is she's very modest and down to earth so when you talk to her outside of it she's one of the sweetest people on earth wow um and so when you see someone do like that leathery sexy look or like um just like all that sultry stuff you don't know what their uh personality is going to be and she's such a she's a weirdo and i love it that's awesome Um, she's like quirky and she's so quirky um She's such a beautiful soul, and I cool. think that's why. Um, but as a and performer, you know her. Yeah, she's, she's the one from Carrie. Yeah, no. she yeah. she grew up in Carrie as well, um, so cool. and she produces um, the Clipper Cabaret, um, which is at the California Clipper. Wow. She produces. Um, I think she does Sip After Dark, which I think the place is called Sip, but I'm not sure. Cool. She's done a few um, different shows. She produces. Um, she yeah, she was one of my biggest inspirations going into it when I started producing my show. Like a big sense of encouragement came from her, um, and yeah, she's just all around like one of those performers where like she does no wrong. She gets on stage, she kills it. Wow! Like I've never seen her do a bad act, and like we all have our bad days. We're artists, yeah. And things mean different things to us than they do to the audience totally. sometimes. Um, but she's flawless, and she's a great teacher, and um, she's very down to earth, which is great because she's easily. Sounds like, like someone I should interview, maybe. Yeah, no, for for real, she's great. Um, she's and she's a dancer, like a burlesque. She does burlesque uh, and belly dance. Okay. So, yeah, so she's really great. Yeah, and she's she's a great personality. And, and you're working with her to produce to, to, to make a class. No, um, we, what's the she, class going to be? She currently be? is doing a class. Um, okay. Me and Pino Noir, uh, the host of our show and my yes, co-producer, which is the best stage name. Yeah, and ever. if you saw him, it, it's very fitting. Really? Um, Why? He's just. It's, he's smooth. He's very smooth. Yeah. And as he likes to say, he's, he's, he's smooth and dark, Ooh. which he can say because it's him. Right. Um, so I'm <laughs> quoting him on that. Yes. Um, but he's he's fantastic. He's one of my good friends and um, did my first burlesque show out in Crystal Lake, Illinois, when I started. Oh, my God. Um, with Eva, funniest. who How was the turnout? drove out there for oh, that, too. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, the turnout was fantastic for what it was. Um, it was at a sober bar. Because we wanted the opportunity to show. What's a sober um, bar? It's actually called The Other Side, and it was created for um, alcoholics, recovering addicts in general, um, to give them a sober space to still see. Yeah. Well, no, alcoholics, like addicts, all of that. um, People that don't want to drink but want to have a social time. Yeah. And so, like, DJs go there. It's um, ran by a charity. Um, Are there any of those in Chicago? 
I've never heard of that. I'm not sure. I'm really not. It, and it's a great space. Like we were able to bring people of all ages in. Obviously, we did 18 and over for the reason of burlesque. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a great venue, and w- I brought a lot of people from like the community college mm-hmm. I attended shortly while I lived out there. Yeah. Um, and they got to enjoy that and see like another side of sexuality. But I brought a bunch of Chicago performers out. Great. So it's like um, a great mix of like the the people in it and the people who don't know what the heck they're yeah it was showing it was, up it was a really cool blend um but he's been there since the beginning and um i kind of dragged him into this burlesque world yeah um and he's phenomenal so we're going to be teaching uh parts of partner acro we're going to be teaching um like act construction and stuff like okay, that so. so what kind of space where are you going to be doing that um that's one of the things we're working on okay so uh, that will be on the website. We're oh. just kind of, we've been very busy um, fostering our performers. T- okay, yeah, absolutely. So. Do you see this as, because you're an entrepreneur, do you see this as turning into like a boutique f- fitness regime? Have you uh, thought about regime. that? Regime. That's very, very good choice of words is for it? our current political climate. Oh my God. Um, no, uh, I don't know. Oh my God, I do. I think it could Honey, be. Honey, I do. But it's very, I see it right it's, now. It's very easy for things to go from like art to like, commercialized I, I don't want to necessarily name any companies that already do something similar but like it's very easy to turn it into like yeah soccer well, moms selling out having fun and right you know, and that's so, there's a space for that but like what we do now we're just not in that same space currently if that makes sense yeah i know it does we're about, like, i'm just fostering saying new i'm just guys saying. and um we bring a lot of not males into the industry but we have had a lot of males who are newer and brought them in like under our wing um, cool. and kind of like shown them like our version of mm-hmm, burlesque mm-hmm. and fostered them in our show. Um, and that's more of our focus. And then we do have a lot of really strong talents who join our regular cast. Like you saw Switch and Willie LeCue, they already had their they? career Which going. Switch did Freedom. Switch, oh, um, yeah. Super they're fun. amazing. They just joined our cast. Cool. Um, they're partners with Tila Von Twirl. They looked so good in that dress. Oh my God. And then they took it off and they looked even better I know. as their, their like true self. Like them. That sequined, it was for the listener, sequined blue, royal blue sequin, like tight fitting gown. Yeah. Gorgeous. And my mom has the exact same dress from the 90s. I swear to God. That's awesome. So I've worn that dress. Not that, like maybe not his, but I know it's tight. So he he worked it. Yeah. Oh my God. No. He, or they. Sorry. Um, well, it, and that's that's one of the fun oof. things about them is yes. As a performer, it's Switch the Boy Wonder. So he's okay. really great. Yeah. But they are also great. It's, right. It's one of those things. But um, no, he's phenomenal as a performer. Um, Tila Von Twirl, his partner, has been in like Burlesque Hall of Fame, I believe, for Best Group. Wow. Um, but she's a phenomenal performer in Chicago as well. Cool. So you know. That's one of the performers where we're not necessarily influencing mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Um, we just are bringing them into our space a, so they can make art with us. Them a stage, and Willie LeCue um, is kind of the same situation. He's the one who did. I'm trying to think. Uh, is he the one acts. that I'm like totally in love with? Probably. Like most likely, that's him. He's not the one who ate the hot dog. Who got on the stage? Oh, he yeah, he's the bar guy. He's the I one who got on the bar. Want? Can I please? Can you connect me to him? Because oh, I need course. to meet him. Willie, I need to be his best friend. He, he. I actually tried to get him to come here, but he's on his way back from an out of town gig, so he oh, wasn't going to be able to. Oh my god! He's phenomenal. Shout um, out. What's his name again? Willie LeCue. Willie LeCue. He is so adorable but sexy i mean it was like he's such, such an a weird brand of sex oh for sure like i would have like, never thought like, i don't know because you, you look at him and it's like i don't know it's he's crazy. like vaudeville queer yeah but then like 
has this hip hop background, so he'll do oh, like does he? Oh, his hip hop, his hip hop like uh, integrations into his he act was are phenomenal. Sexy, like I was like, oh, he's yeah, he's he, never. Every, would and I that's the best that, thing. I would right? never looking at him. Never would have thought. You know, I mean, he's a sweet looking dude, but I never would have like expected that. That's, and that's such a cool theme. That's the great thing about our show is like even looking at me, like I look very young. Yeah. Um, and people still could easily assume I'm in like high school. Right. But then like I get on stage and it's a different person. Oh my God, you're so cute in your hat and your bedazzled sneakers. Oh yeah. Do you have those so much were... fun with costumes? Uh, yes, I love costumes. Do you think that like part of the reason you do this is because you love the costumes so much? Because I feel like that, that'd be it for me. The costumes it's are important. a lot of the fun of it. Oh my God, yeah. Um, but the Can you imagine if you had to wear like something really lame? It is What's for, like the for men. Squarest it's thing very you could difficult because yeah. we—it's a lot of suits. So like Willie, who's very gender bend, like mm-hmm. wears oh, like the randomest things. Um, and for what me, what was he I, wearing? I, Wait, let's let's tell them. Um, <laughs> I just am thinking of what I he took off remember. or what what was underneath it all, which was like these amazing like things on his nipples. Oh, he had pasties. Yeah, so cute, like sparkly, glittery things, and they had he had these really pretty like sandals on under his shoes. Oh gosh, yeah. He had like some kind of harness, I'm sure. Yeah. Some I, I don't get to see a lot of the show. Right. Um, I like put it together and market it and do all that. And wow. then when I'm performing, it's like I don't see everything. Yeah. Um Oh my god, you had to pull a drunk lady off of uh Oh, that was interesting. She was sitting right behind me the whole time and we all of a sudden we see someone up there like doing that, like totally was, stealing uh was it who was performing? Switch. It was Switch during totally that. Totally stealing act Switch's too. thunder. I think I understand though, she was, you know, no, she was annoying. She was and having she was fun. Yeah, I'm but... I'm too much of an optimist when it comes to other people. I just want to love everyone. No, me too. I I know. I'm sorry. Um, and she it, was, but she but was it was just, like she wasn't on stage. Like that's where I really would have drawn the line is when they're making contact with the performer. Yeah, because that's it's a safe space. Yeah. Um, we go by the because rules, which is a Chicago um, code of conduct. Oh, what um, is that? That Eva Lafiva helped create. Um, wow. And it's and in the burlesque community. Burlesque? Okay. And it's about because because B C A U S. Interesting. And yeah, Eva was part of the team that put that together. Um, but it has to do with safe spaces and um, giving people the freedom to report people without um, worrying about, you know. Um, that one word without anonymity not yeah. that but yeah basically that <laughs> anemones um, just like know. without anyone um trying to like get back at them for doing it um oh, revenge. About, there's there's another blackmail this and you, you <laughs> would you'd never that. believe i've done oh hr God, before but there's like a specific word Anyway, um, so it's a code Getting of conduct, out. <laughs> right? It's a code of conduct to keep okay. performers safe, and we do follow that. So, like, you know, as soon as they kind of cross that line, is where I really get upset. Um, but luckily for me, like when I walked up and was just like, "Hey, like, can you sit down?" It's not that kind of show. They were really nice about it. Yeah, totally. Um, which is nice. It's yeah. we've had. I mean, think of the industry that it is. There's a lot of well, yeah, drunk men usually <sighs> not to like call out men but men usually who try to get touchy feely or try to like and it's not grab people. that kind of show and we are the first people to boot someone out on their ass and like how many have you had to this year um actually at our specific show i think she was the craziest we've gotten because Ever? it's a theater space yes the space Bar is really spaces cool are different i've yeah. got i've had to like physically pull a guy off a floor at like a drag show who didn't know what they were doing? Okay. Oh, good. And we got there. Remember got when, there. when I was getting a coffee? We got we got tea right before this. It's lovely because it's freaking cold outside. Right. Um, Not so officially sponsored by Argo. Argo. <laughs> uh, someday it will be, man. Ugh. 
I talk about them enough because I always like we have like free iced tea things. So I usually steal some of those. I mean, no, I don't. High <laughs> management. Um, right. But um, so it's always like mm, what a refreshing drink of Argo tea. Right. Um, so what's the difference between a drag show and a strip show and a burlesque show or not difference? But what? tell me, you know, I guess. Yeah. yeah Textbook. Yeah. I'll get I'll I'll put a Venn diagram up on the website. That later. would be awesome. No, um, Let's make a verbal Venn diagram. <laughs> a verbal Venn diagram. Okay, so it's a podcast um, because everything's really blending together as far as industries. I do. Um, that's one of the things on my inspiration list is drag. Um, oh my god, we finally got to number right? three. Shit, Actually, that's to... like four. Oh good. Um, but yeah, so drag is one of my inspirations um, because the queens are very good at character development. Um, and like the spectacle of costuming. Um, and I think, like you saw with Ashley Morgan, a lot of things we do also inspire them. So if you go to a burlesque show, there is often a drag queen or a circus mm -hmm. performer or a singer. Right. Because like just burlesque is, it can be fantastic, but unless everyone's doing it really well, it'll get boring after a while. Yeah. Um, drag is generally uh, gender impersonation. Um, and it's hyper gender norm impersonation. So like when you see a drag performer dressed as a woman, they're not necessarily making fun of women by being so gaudy. It's like more of a statement of being a hyper female Why? character. Um, I think it's just kind it's of fun? where it started because it's fun and because it's, it's an art of its own. It really is. Um, I, I know How a lot about, of drag performers. Is there performers. drag for women to men? There, that's a drag king. Um, we actually occasionally do have drag Tell kings in our shows. Tell me about what that looks like. Um, it's the it's women. Yeah, no, I know that. Men. I know. <laughs> um, but how does it play out? Because I mean, I feel like it's so. It's not easy, but it's like pretty okay. You put on a lot of makeup and a wig, and you it's know. hard for either um, either gender. Because like with men being women, they have to like tape back a tuck. Which you oh, could probably okay. imagine yes, I forgot what about that anatomy is. stuff. Um, and with like females, oh my gosh, like in um, that movie, the one with Wang Fu. <laughs> no, but got to check that one out. Um, with Eddie Redmayne, the Danish wife. The oh Danish, yes, the, the Danish, Danish woman? woman. Yes, I've seen part of that. Did you see the tuck? He tucked in that. Oh, he tucked. That's great. Good for him. He tucked. I was like, Shh, they just and showed some that. Some of these girls look. They just flatten it out. They tuck it up somewhere where how? I don't. How do they move around? They tuck it up somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I have never done it. I give uh, major respect to drag queens. I could never do. I probably could, but I, I like don't want to have to. I feel like, well, I don't know because I've never had a penis. Um, fun fact. <laughs> never had one of those. All um, right. So, ow. I just really messed up my headphones. I'm so graceful. Um, I don't know how my burlesque. <laughs> I can't even keep pair headphones on. So, what was I saying? Um, tucking. <laughs> Let's just move on. Uh, no, I don't know. Oh, drag I kings. I feel like you'd be waddling around. Um, I think they get to a point where it goes numb. I stop. <laughs> I it has to. There's no way you could tuck that up there and tape it down and expect it to does not. It go up? 
I don't know. Okay. This is a, we'll have to do, we'll podcast. have to bring a queen in sometime. Have you ever thought about starting a burlesque podcast? Because um, that's something I'd be interested in producing. Well, I mean, I could find you a different artist every week. I know plenty. Um, well, know that you'd be talking to. Oh, I love talking, so that's great. Um, if you couldn't tell yet. Um, oh, no. You seemed kind of quiet. Very shy. Like, very and shy. really, really insecure. Yeah. I mean, I really am. But no, you're not. You're amazing. Once I'm behind a mic, I'm like, know, oh, like, whatever. This is fine. Um, so. Okay. <laughs> so, oh God, I don't even ta- know. tangent. Oh, okay. so burlesque, um, burlesque drag. The difference between all those things. Yeah. Um, oh right. Wow. Burlesque is um, a lot about the reveal, the striptease, um, political statements. Burlesque is really anything you want to make it. Um, so burlesque is more of an art form. The other two are just kind of avenues of. I would say drag's its own art form. Um, okay. Burlesque is an art form in the way that it's about taking back control of your body. And um, as opposed to like in a strip club where someone would work for their dollar and, you know, like do lap dances and give the attention to the audience, burlesque is more about captivating and hypnotizing the audience and kind of giving them what you want to when yeah. you want to. And that's where the feminism um, does have a right, large influence. It's, control. It's, a, it's about control. It's about only revealing what you want to when you want to. It's about and it's doing really it skillfully. Like, yeah, and, um, it is all the it's all the lead up because they're really not on stage about very the long tease. after they yeah, it's about the tease. Remove the articles of clothing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Another one I wanted to ta- ask you about was um, who is the tennis player boy? Oh, Lucky Bucky. That's Lucky Bucky. He's not regular cast, but um, he was so we're funny. working on it. We'll get is him. Is he straight? Um, I want him to be. Um, Yes. Because we couldn't tell. No, and I think that's and the fun thing, too. And orientation, I don't want to, like, I don't want to, whatever. Well, I'd be interested. That's an interesting thing to as, talk about. As, as a um, <clears throat> producer, it's important for me that no matter what performer goes on stage, regardless of gender or sexuality, that they are bringing something to the stage that um, intrigues everyone out there. Yeah. So um, with Bucky, he is, um, to the best of my knowledge, a straight male. He's actually partners He's so with um, one of so the sweet. queens of burlesque in the Burlesque Hall of Fame, Midnight Martini. They actually moved to Chicago a year or two ago. Um, So they're together. Yeah, and they're together. Um, They're a really cute couple. Darn it. He's a really really great guy. He seems so sweet. Oh, he's such such a dork. He's such a sweetheart. Um, With the eyes, the lying eyes or whatever. uh, Betty Davis eyes. That's what the song was. Betty oh, Davis God, eyes. That was so funny. He did a lot of 80s stuff. That's not yeah. like the only stuff he, he does, me, but it was so cute. Do you like, have you ever seen Royal Tenenbaums? No. It's a Wes I'm Anderson such a movie. movie. I've heard oh, of it. Oh, my God. Well, um, Luke Wilson, you got to go watch that, please. Luke Wilson plays a character named Richie Tenenbaum, and he's like total. I'll show you a picture, and you'll be like, what the? Yeah, totally that look, like the long hair and the sweatband. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Um, there was another one I wanted to ask you about. Oh, The Masked Fellow. Was that you? Oh, that was also Lucky Bucky. Oh, it was? Yeah. He was great. Oh, he's he's really fun. He's a lot of fun. I got to tell my friends because we were like trying to figure it out. Oh, yeah. That was Lucky Bucky. And we were like, we're all writers. Um, So we were like, maybe we need to like make a short film about a undercover burlesque dancer who like can't be. Wouldn't that be interesting? That can't what? Oh, that, that doesn't can't. want to show their face. That's that's why a lot of people have stage names. It's for protection. Yeah. There's, there's women who, um, and this was actually a big thing where divorce lawyers were using their burlesque careers against them in custody battles, and oh like employers are letting them go. And it's it's so interesting because it is such a, it's a it's part of the political movement, um, the current like political movements that are going on in feminism and yeah. like intersectional feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, a lot of them do have stage names and keep them very far apart so that they can still work their corporate job and stuff like that. And it's it's so sad that like someone who does an art form in such a respectful manner mm-hmm. would have to worry about that, but they do. Um, and most of, uh, believe it or not, most of the people I know in burlesque have corporate nine to five jobs they have master's degrees that's another thing we kept wondering what's the day job here yeah like for me um and i could say this because luck- luckily enough i work in a lot of artful places um, yeah. i work f- uh for the school of the art institute of chicago i'm the administrative assistant in the fashion department um and so i work around wow. artists all the time and you know they know that's i do burlesque yeah so um do you work at the one on adam or on michigan no, I work Art at Institute. the school, so school. I'm, oh, okay, cool. I'm the only administrative assistant in the fashion design department Fun. there. What a great job. Uh, yeah, it's great. And then before that, I was an accounting administrator. Like, yeah. super boring stuff. And then on top of that, And did you know, your coworkers at that job know? My um, funny thing is my boss at the Art Institute now um, is also a burlesque performer by the name of Red Rum. Wow. Um, and she... Um, she put out a post and was just like, "Hey, we're looking for oh, this. So, so if anyone wants it, it. Um, it's all about who you know. It really is. And I, you know, I had a good resume, so yeah. I was like very qualified. Yeah. For sure. um, and then at the marketing agency, my boss there was also a burlesque performer who happens to now be a co-producer of the wow. show. So I met her, um, started working there. That's so cool. And then she became a co-producer. And like, it's funny. So she was my boss, and then I hired her. So I was her boss, but she was my boss." And then the uh, HR lady there also did burlesque. And now she um, is oh one of the gosh. partners in our They're corporation because we incorporated. It. So you did. Yeah. So we're boy toys. Uh, Dauntless Entertainment Group, actually. Ooh, love it. Um, and great. so we're producing more than just boy toy right now. Okay. What else are you producing? Um, that's a very good question. Um, <laughs> so we have the uh, Black History Month show, Savoir Noir, right. um, that uh, Pinot When's Noir kind of leads. It's on the 16th, I believe. That's two two Fridays from now. Oh, great. I'll be at a concert. I, I know so many go. people are out of town. It's gonna going to be great, too. I'm going to see too. an amazing band called Brockhampton. Have you listened to them No, yet? I have not. Ah! It's a 15-piece. I try to talk about it on every podcast that I have. 15-piece rap collective, but they call themselves a, a boy band, America's new boy band. Um and of all different sexual identities and um, uh, like cultural backgrounds and stuff and all different musical styles. But they're amazing. And they all met on a Kanye West fan forum. Oh, wow. So like they just decided they're like, wow, we're all really good at music. We, you know, the uh, what is it? The sum of our parts It's greater than the right. What? Uh, some of our parts is greater than the no, the sum is greater than the parts. The sum of our whole is greater than the, I don't know. Whatever. You know Google, what I'm Google talking Google it, about. listeners. Yeah, Google it, right? <laughs> Comment it on know. the podcast. <laughs> we'll make this a questionnaire. For real. What are we saying? Um, um, whatever. Oh, anyway, so Savoir Noir, okay, Black History Month show. A but lot yes, of, look at you, getting us back on a topic. A lot of great um, performers of color, um, which, you know, for our show, like, we've never really had an issue with yeah. that. But, like, a lot of burlesque is white, cis, female, and so there's a yeah. big there's a big uh, movement in burlesque to make it more intersectional. Good. And, and more... is there any, there's no pushback there from oh, the no. white females? Okay. Um, no, like I think that it's a very amazing group of people yeah. when it comes to um, them obviously not being super conservative. Right, and, that's good. Um, there's there are issues, but they are always being addressed, and yeah, it's great. Totally. Um, so we have that, and then 
um, you know, our usual boy toy shows. So first Friday of every month. Cool. Uh, March 2nd is going to be Back to Broadway. So I'm going to be there. It's going to be all live sung, which is something <sighs> new for us. We do have a lot of people who sing. Yeah, so you might as well use them. But we're bringing like a whole group of other burlesque performers who sing and too. Will, be, will there be musicians doing a? Are you doing a score? Um, or it's you... going to be um, instrumental tracks. Great. Um, for Easier. the sake of space and money. And um, come on, yeah. But yeah, so it's going to be ah, really cool. And then on the note of uh, Dauntless, we're actually co-producing an event uh, uh, on Michigan Avenue in the McLean Ballroom called Satanic Panic. Um, Is that based on like um, an of Montreal? album no um satanic but do you panic. know that that no, album I'm not. satanic panic in the attic oh really it's a great i'll have to list i'll have to look i'll, into I'll that. send it to you i'll text it yeah to you. do it okay do it. but anyways yeah that's so great it's based on the satanic panic paranoia of the 1980s where you know kids were playing dungeons and dragons and uh there was all that occult fear oh my god um what? and so that's what I the event's it. based on so we turn uh a ballroom in michigan avenue into like this occult space um, and we bring in performers from all over the country. Um, When's this? This is uh, Friday, April 13th. So Friday the 13th. Um, is and, it scary? Um, it's more going to be, it, it'll be scary. It's kind of a place for like subculture to collide. Okay. It's going to be, uh, we have Tigger, who's the first international king of burlesque. I thought you were going to say for like, it. like Pooh Bear Tigger. Tigger and, yeah, Winnie the Pooh. Like we have a uh, person wearing a Tigger costume. That's, that's he will an hug act. You. That's an act. Oh my God. Is it actually? That should be an act. Oh. That's what I'm saying. That's, <laughs> it's that's like, an that's idea. A podcast. My, my wheels yeah. are turning. Got it, got it. Um, last year we had like a, someone brought in their um, therapy pet that was a black pig. So we had like a satanic pig wandering around and it was so cute and friendly Aww. and great. Um, so it's just such a weird space. Um, and definitely check it out. We have a website, satanicpanicfest.com. Yeah, or um, probably your Or yeah, your you could get website. there from Boy okay, Toy. Great. Um, but yeah, so we're producing that too. Oh um, my God, you have so much going on. So much. And We've already then, been talking for an hour. I believe so it. So we have to wrap this up. Okay, so. So you can just list your last influence or, um, or do you have anything else, any other ones that you really want to say? Influence if, wise, yeah. Because if mean, you don't, I, I have a question to like yeah, make it Valentine's Day. Do the Day. question. Okay. Get so it. here's my question: Is um, how are you going to empower my listeners to be sexy this Valentine's Day, and in the way they present themselves? That is a very good question. I'm sorry. It's kind of I should have um, made you have you. No, you that's great. Um, I would say, and like I'm definitely not the king of sexy. Yeah. Um, I think the <laughs> I think the yes, sexiest you thing you can do is be confident, mm -hmm. and I know that's very hard. And people telling you like you're attractive or you look great, yeah, it's never going to read as much as like having your own confidence. Yeah, um, and that's something I'm constantly working to build. So I would just say be confident in yourself. Um, How? What? Be just. What are some exercises? Do something you can to do? make yourself feel pretty. You know, do do your makeup. Cool. Get an extra hour of sleep. Um, okay. You know, yeah. stuff like that, um, I think really self -care. makes a difference. Self-care. Self -love, yeah. And I think, you know, go out there and if you're on a date with someone new or anything like that, don't stick around because you feel obligated to anything. That would be my biggest advice. It's yeah. like, if this, if this dude sucks, leave, like go hang out with your girls, go home, take a bubble bath, watch a movie. It's not Valentine's it. day does not need to be commercial. Like yes. last year I spent Valentine's Preach. day. I took a bubble bath. 
drank mimosas and made quiche, which is like the gayest combination of <laughs> shit I've ever heard of. Um, oh my god! But that like that's what I did, like and it was day, fabulous. By it was great. Um, no, with my current partner. Oh good. Um, so that's our plan for this year as well. Oh, um, but yeah. like, do something for yourself. Like, yeah. don't go out to dinner. You're gonna screw yourself over yeah, if you it's go out. As hell. Like, stay in. Make some order takeout. Make some food. Making food make together is fun, right? Like, walk around naked. Send the kids to daycare. Like. Or daycare is not good for late night. night I guess care. that's not baby, send, get, a, get babysitter. a babysitter. <laughs> like send them away to grandparents. Yeah. There, there's probably not a lot right. of chemistry still yeah. that way. So. Right. But like, oh yeah, I think the best thing you could do is like, just be with someone and have a. How fun about night. if you're single? If you're single, <clears throat> me right now. <laughs> Oh, oh, there's so many good counter Valentine's Day events. But the other thing is, if you're single, like, there is something to say about spoiling and loving yourself. Like, that money you would have spent on chocolates for someone else or flowers for someone else, buy your favorite flowers. Buy some chocolates. Buy some, buy a bath bomb from Lush. Get a you know? blowout. Yeah, fucking. That's get, what I want. Get your nails no, done. No, you can swear. It's okay, fine. okay. That's yeah. a podcast. I'm used yeah, to live radio. I'm like, cough button. <laughs> right. Um, but <laughs> yeah, like, get yeah. your nails done, get a massage. Yes. Wait, oh, I got to read you. I'm going to close with with this hilarious tweet um, uh, that my best friend, who I was telling you about, Francisco Torado, Food for Thought podcast. Um, what did he say? He was just full of them. Um, so he's also he's single right now, ladies. I mean, boys, actually. Um, okay, where is it? He posts so much. Here we go. When you're getting sad about being single on Valentine's Day, but then you book a massage, thermal bath, facial, manicure, and haircut on February 14th because you realize you are your best Valentine. Aww. And then it's this amazing like uh, meme of like Ursula laughing yes. from Little Mermaid. Anyway. Yeah, That's spoil cool. yourself. Right. And don't let any man treat you wrong. Even if it's your boyfriend, if he's messing up, walk away. It is about you. Thank you. Wow, I need to too, hear that. too many people just sit through. They'll be like, oh, he paid for this nice date. I need to go home with him. No. Nope. Go home with yourself. Thanks for the free food. Bye. Right? For real. Like, don't be afraid to step away because it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know. Good call. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah. This is so fun. Yeah. Well, I feel like we need a part two. I think we'll we to, just need to start a podcast. Maybe I'll bring Eva in. Let's start, let's start a burlesque cast. Burlesque. burlesque. Burly cast. Burly cast? Burly, burly, burly. Okay. Coming on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. Um, thank you. You can find uh, Jimmy's awesome production company, which is Dauntless Entertainment Group on Facebook. Facebook. We have a website. But more importantly, check out boytoyschicago.com. That's where you'll be able to see themes for our monthly burlesque show when we're bringing in large headliners. All that fun stuff. And all that jazz. And all Woo! that jazz. Exactly. Takes off sleeve and whips or it at the microwave. Or bounces hats. Almost or... a microwave. Oh, yeah. Microwave. I don't know where that came from. I was going to say, like, you know, I'm like, at my mic. Yeah. Just beat the mic with your sleeve. That's probably... There's a kink for that. Yeah. Whoa. That's a fetish. That's the next to see. That oh should my have been God. Valentine's Day. Shit. We need to go through <laughs> this podcast and find all the podcasts that we just came up with and for start real. an entire burlesque podcast network called To Be announced. TBD. <laughs> thank you. You're the best. This no, is so thank fun. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Swagger. Google Swaggerty. Let's all learn what that means. Um, right. And Boy Toys Pocket Cabaret, Chicago's very own, get their first Friday of March for their bra uh, 
Broadway themed yes, night. Back I'll to be Broadway. there. I'll be there singing the heck along. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here, Jimmy. Thank you. This is Lease FM. Mm-hmm.